Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Okay, Phil, right, quick, come on. Can't be dilly-dallying around this morning. No. Father, we just thank you for Phil, Lord. We just pray. We hear your voice, Lord, this morning. Lord, we're going to pray for your anointing to come. Open our hearts and our minds to hear your voice, Lord. Amen. So I've not got much time for this, so I'm going to just bring out some of the things I feel God particularly wants to highlight this morning. Um, God's clearly with us. God's clearly speaking to us. And I've been looking at this and thinking about this for a number of weeks now, and it really ties into what Leslie has prophesied this morning. And that is at the end of um, Colossians 4. We're coming to the end of the series. Now, if you've joined us partway through doing Colossians, uh, going through that series, we've been, we started last year, in January last year, because we wanted to look at what it was to be a disciple who makes disciples, and we used Colossians for that. So you can listen and catch up from all the podcasts, either through the website or if you're on Church Suite, through Church Suite as well. And uh, catch up with all the talks that we've done on this over this last year or more. 15 months now. But we're coming to the end. So Colossians 4 verse 17 says this. It says, Paul writing, he says, Say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received from the Lord. And I just want to pick up on that this morning in terms of uh, that promise of greater anointing, that promise of God coming by his Holy Spirit and working amongst us in greater measure, actually, we've all been called. We've all been chosen to be part of this together. God called us, God gifted us, God's anointed us. God's blessed us with what he has and he's given it to us. That we can then go on and fulfil the ministry of Jesus. Because this is not our ministry, even though Paul directs this to an individual, to Archippus, he's saying encourage him, fulfill that ministry, complete what he's been called to. Actually, God says that to us, both individually and corporately. That we are to fulfill, complete, get on with. And it feels like perhaps the last two years we've kind of been um, just waiting. It's like we've been in the waiting room, waiting for something to happen, waiting for things to kick off again and get going again. And actually, I feel God is saying it's been a time of preparation, not of kind of waiting room. Nothing worse than a doctor's or a uh, dentist's waiting room, is there? You know, particularly the dentist, because you know pain's coming and you kind of sat there waiting for it to happen. And actually, God's not like that. God's not wait- We're not in a waiting room with God for pain. We're in a waiting room for God actually to do something. And God's going to do something. And God is beginning to stir up and stir us up. And so I want to encourage us this morning, I want to say, take hold of that prophetic word Go home, pray it. Pray it into being in your own life. Pray that God would show you any wells that are blocked up in you. Anything that's hindering you fulfilling what God's called you to do, get rid of it. Deal with it. If it's past hurt, past pain, past disappointment, deal with it. If it's kind of some sense of false modesty, I can't do this, I can't do that, who am I to do that? Deal with it. God has a plan and purpose. And actually, what is amazing is when all the church works together, amazing things happen. When we choose together to get hold of what God's 
promised and what God's spoken. And, and I've been just, even these past few weeks, I've been refreshing myself. I've been thinking, I think, I need to refresh myself in the things God's promised me, the things God's said to me, things he's spoken over my life that yet haven't come to pass. I need to refresh myself in them and believe God for them. And I want to encourage you to do the same. But we all have one common call. We all have one thing that God said to everyone. And though it was to um, 11 disciples when he met them, we read it in Matthew 28 uh, as he spoke to them and he gave them the great commission. Matthew 28 says this. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We've got an amazing mandate. So if you're not sure what you're supposed to do, well, what am I supposed to do? It's actually this. Go and make disciples. What you've learned, what you've taught, what you've received from God, go and give it to somebody else. Jesus said, freely have you received, now go and give. Go and pass it on. Go and share it. You know, we've been good at sharing COVID, haven't we? <laughs> Especially in this church. <laughs> Let's share this good news that we've got. Let's share what God's given us, the anointing and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Let's go and share it. And let's just be, see what God will do. Many years ago, I felt God say to me, if you'll step out, I'll step out. And so often or not, I'm not stepping out, so God's not. Because I don't make the opportunity. I don't take the opportunity. I don't step out sometimes when I know I could and should. I've held back. Fear, maybe. What if? Pray for that person who's sick. They don't know Jesus and I'm going to pray for them. And what if they don't get healed? It's difficult, but actually Jesus said, all power and authority has been given to me. So our mandate is from him who's been given all power and authority over all sickness, over death, over everything. He's been given the authority. So we can go. Enables us to go. He equips us to go by the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We're encouraged. We've got this mandate from heaven. Let's take hold of it. Baptising them, teaching them. Uh, some of you may have heard of Steve Addison. He has this, he wrote a book called uh, What Jesus Started. And basically is that it's a disciple-making movement where they go and make disciples and then they go and make disciples. So disciples who make disciples. And that was the whole plan of Jesus. That's how multiplication happens is the disciples go and make other disciples by sharing what they've received from Jesus and passing it on to others. Who are you passing it on to? Who are you sharing your, what God's done in you with? Where are you going? Where are you carrying the anointing of the Holy Spirit to to bring freedom and bring healing? Where are you going to? Are we just keeping it to ourselves? Are we just living and enjoying the good of that? Interestingly, Mark goes a bit further. If we turn to Mark, if I can get the pad to work. He goes a bit further, so in Mark 16, verse 15 to 18, he kind of records the same 
time, the same thing that Jesus has happened, this um, situation happening, but actually he goes a little further with it. And he says, and he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. That's a big job, isn't it? Anyone who believes and is baptised will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety and they will drink anything poisonous. And if they drink anything poisonous, it will not hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. It's exciting. Are you excited by the kingdom? Not just doing the stuff, but the kingdom itself. When the kingdom of God comes, does it excite you? Do you get excited? When we worship God's presence, the kingdom of God's here. As we worship, he's promised he's going to be with us. Do you get excited? Are you excited by Jesus? Are you excited by the things he's planned and purposed for us? Do they stir your spirit? Do they cause you to get engaged with God? And to actually say, I want to be part of this. I want to get involved in this. I want to see God's kingdom come. I'm desperate to see God's kingdom come. I'm desperate to see God break in. I'm desperate to see more people healed, more people saved, more people set free. Because God's promised it. You know, time's running short. You know, the disciples lived with this sense of God, Jesus would return again imminently. And we're 2,000 years down the road. I think it's more imminent than, imminent than it was when they believed it. Time's running out. But Jesus is not going to come until the whole world has heard the gospel. There's an opportunity for everyone to hear the good news and be saved. Now, social media is helping us that, and obviously we're online. It's going through that. I don't know if any non-Christians online this morning. Who knows? There's lots of mediums, different ways the gospel can get out. But actually, it starts with us being open and telling of the gospel. Gordon Fee, I love his book. Gordon Fee's book, Paul, the Spirit and the People of God. It's a great book. If you've not read it, I recommend it. He says this, Our task is not to share a good view about God, but to offer his great, glorious good news, which includes his presence as a reality in people's lives and the church. Let me read that again. Our task is is not to share a good view about God, but to offer his great and glorious good news, which includes his presence as a reality in people's lives and the church. It's a dead church that hasn't got the life of the Spirit in it. The reality of the Holy Spirit amongst us, as he is this morning, we want to experience that, and should give us confidence the one who's sending us, the one who's telling us to go, our confidence needs to be in the one who sends. If he's been given all power and authority, is your confidence in him or in your own ability? Or even in your own lack of faith? Where's your confidence? Confidence is to be in the one who sent us. All power, all authority has been given unto him. Demonstrated through us today. That's how it gets demonstrated to the world, through the church. God chooses to demonstrate his power and his authority. 
chooses to demonstrate his loving kindness. He chooses to demonstrate his Holy Spirit at work through each one of us. Are you allowing him to do that? Are you receiving from him to do that? Are you receiving in your own life, as we sang this morning, waiting on God? It takes time. We wait on God, we receive and we go and give. You can't give what you've not received. You need to receive first and then go and give. I want to encourage you to do that. And we have to choose to believe. If God says it's true, and God says these signs will follow, we have to choose to believe it. And, you know, the whole thing of, well, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, if you've ever seen it, let that build your faith. If you haven't seen it, ask God so you will. Because he helps us like that. He knows how weak we are. He knows that we don't always uh, just, just choose to believe and then go and do it. Actually, he knows we need to see sometimes. He knows we need to engage. He knows we need a bit of help. And if we ask him, he'll help us. Because he's good. Did you know that? He's good and he'll help us in every way. So he wants his kingdom to advance. We have to step out and do something, though. As I said, you know, I felt God say, if I step out, he'll step out. We have to do something sometimes. We just have to take the risk. We have to step out and do it. We have to be the ones who are willing to do that. I remember some years ago, I went to an evangelical church to preach, and, of course, the Holy Spirit was not particularly welcome. And I just, I got a word of knowledge. I didn't want to do with it. I'm thinking, God, I can't say that here. How can I speak that here? They don't even open to the Holy Spirit. They don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. How am I going to speak that here? Uh, but it wouldn't go away. So I kind of, at the end, made a bit of an apology for it. And said, well, I'm sorry, but I, I feel I've got to share this. It won't go away, so I need to share this. And I felt there was a, an old lady there that had, in her teenage years, she'd been sexually abused. And that's a big thing to say in that kind of context as well, because an older generation would, would hide that, wouldn't want that out publicly. So I just made it. I said, I just felt, and if that's you, please come and find me afterwards. I'd love to pray with you. And this, uh, everything had gone quiet. Most people had left, but this one lady stayed behind. And she came to me and she said, thank you for sharing that. That's all she said. She didn't own it. She didn't say that was me or anything. She just said, thank you for sharing that. So I said, let me pray for you. And I just prayed and tears just came. God just met with her. Place where they wouldn't be open to the Holy Spirit. But if we step out, if we take the risk, we'll choose to believe, God will break in. Because God's like that. And we can do that. And I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us, even in circumstances and situations where we think, this is not appropriate here. God's prompting you. If God's speaking, you've got something. Share it in an appropriate way. But be willing to step out. Be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to use us because the world is not going to hear unless we do it there's got to be this is my belief before Jesus comes back so the Bible talks about the latter rain being greater than the former rain there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the last days there has to be because we're not going to get this done otherwise it's not going to happen any other way there is going to be an outpouring from heaven like never seen in history that's going to come before Jesus comes again. It's going to happen. But it's our willingness and our openness to allow it to be us. 
allowing God to fill us again with the Holy Spirit, allowing that to flow out of us and whatever's blocking that, let's deal with it and let's allow God to break in. Let's allow God to move in our lives and to come on us and move amongst us. Allow God to use you, however that is. He uses who you are. He uses your personality. He uses the gifts you have. He uses the things you've got that you've been given. Don't try and be somebody else. Don't try and be me or anybody else. Be you. Just be you. And let God use who you are to bring his kingdom into every situation that you're in. You know, we all have a sphere of influence, whether it be in our work, our community where we live, our neighbours, the school gates, wherever it might be, we all have a sphere of influence where we can bring the kingdom of God. Might be your social club, might be your fitness club, might be your running club. You've got a sphere of influence. Just allow God, make space for God to just use you and say, here I am God, I'm available, use me. God will create opportunities because he wants his kingdom to advance. He'll create that, con- create that context for you to be able to step in. But it still takes courage and it still takes boldness. And it still takes faith if I'm going to do this. And we talked about this just a few nights ago, a couple of weeks. We were just looking at the Holy Spirit in the week and just talking about miraculous things, talking about the miraculous and healing. And actually the thing we need more than all that is the gift of faith. Because without it, we can do nothing. Without that, we can do nothing. We need God's with us. Faith, his faith imparted to us. So I'm going to have to finish. I haven't got around to speaking everything I want to say. <coughs> you want to finish with a song? Then I'm done, because I haven't got time otherwise. <laughs> can I just, um, I just want to say this though. Let's stand together, shall we? There's two things I felt God particularly say this morning as I finish off, and I can't not do this because this is the bit I've got to step out on. Is this me or you? Is that me, Colin? Is it? That. Sorry. I think there are people here and you've disqualified yourselves. You've disqualified yourself from doing the things of the kingdom. You look to others and say, well, that's for them. It's not for me, it's for someone else. You've disqualified yourself from being filled with the Spirit and moving in the things of the Spirit. You've disqualified yourself from being able to reach out and pray for the sick. You've disqualified yourselves in lots of different ways. I feel like God says, I want you to stop disqualifying us because I've qualified you. I'm the one who qualifies. You don't qualify yourself. I qualify you. Stop stop disqualifying yourself because I qualify you. I'm the one. I think there's others that you feel almost like you've come to the end of a season. Kind of, your ministry was good, maybe, you've done things, you've seen things, it's come to an end of a season and you're not sure what's next. I want to say this, God's not finished yet. Because you're still here. If he's finished with you, you won't be here anymore, you'll be in glory. But God's not finished with you yet. And some of you, you feel like it is over. I've I've been in that place. And I can remember even saying, God, if you're finished with me, you can take me now. I'm done. It was a difficult time. I was in a lot of hurt and pain at the time. And I said, God, if you've finished, I'm done. Take me home. I'm ready to go. I've had enough. I'm not staying up sticking around for this. And he didn't. Because someone came to me and said, it's not finished yet. It's not over yet. I needed to hear that. 
And some, I think some, at least one person here, maybe more, needs to hear that. God's not finished with you yet. You might think so, and you might have finished with yourself, but God hasn't finished yet. In fact, he's only just begun. And I just felt those two things that God just wants to apply. So I'm just going to pray that. And if, if either of those things are you, I just want you to just respond to God now. That's some of the unblocking that needs to happen for you. Is where you're, either you've disqualified yourself or you feel like it's over. Lord, I pray come now, Holy Spirit. Would you come right now? God, you want to release your people to complete the work that you've given them to do. Each one of us. And Lord, I pray, would you come right now? I pray you'll meet them where they are. Lord, I pray, God, would you come by your Holy Spirit? Lord, and I pray you'll unblock those wells. And I pray you'll help those people where they need their part in unblocking those wells, where they need to repent, where they need to renounce. Lord, I pray, will you come? Lord, I pray where they need a, a paradigm shift in their mind, would you come and enable them to do it? Lord God, where they need to surrender their heart afresh to you, God, would you come and enable them? to do it now by your Holy Spirit, I pray for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.